Hello, humans. This is Jesse, aka the Bizzle, and welcome to the first Bizzlecast quickie. A lot of you are very busy out there. I appreciate the listens to the long podcasts. No, it takes a while to get there, so I want to start doing some shorter quickies for those of you who only have a few minutes on the go. This is my quickie review of Terminator Genesis. And actually, this is pretty much the perfect place to start the quickie podcast subseries because there was not a whole lot to it. Um, pretty much everything we saw in the trailer and extrapolated, and those of us who have watched the Terminator movies, and especially the Sarah Connor Chronicles, there wasn't a whole lot of new ground here. There was a lot of homages to the first Terminator movie, especially. There were some nods to the second one, but really the first one is the only one in continuity here, as far as I can tell, um, which goes against what I said, which I thought the first two would be in continuity, but it doesn't even matter. Whether you've seen the original Terminator or not, it recreates some classic scenes, uses some footage from the original movie, and then creates a digital Arnold on the Arnold fight that is one of the cooler parts of the movie. This is a movie that doesn't have a lot of flaws in terms of specific things you can point to and say, this was bad or that was corny. It just didn't hit on a lot of cylinders. Um, the early part of the movie when they're still rolling the credits is some amazing fighting in the future. But as I said in my podcast, the best Terminator of films and properties, including the Sarah Connor Chronicles television show, while you see visions of the future always comes back to the past. But I have to say, I got greedy with this one. The scenes of future fighting is so, so good. This is what I wanted Terminator Salvation to be. This is what I wanted the future Terminator movie to be. But instead, they decided to make an homage to the original, and I get it. And Arnold was very into it, and I appreciate it. Amelia Clark did what she can. Uh, Jack Courtney as Kyle Reese was not as horrible as I thought. I, he, the, the problems with the script and the writing really had nothing to do with him. And they, they tried to create a connection between uh, Sarah Connor and Kyle Reese. That wasn't really there, unlike the original Terminator, where in some weird way you bought that love story, even though they only knew each other for like 24 hours. And this one... Sarah knew ahead of time who he was, but it just didn't quite connect. The special effects were amazing in both the future and the past slash present. Very hard to describe. Let's say it happens in three different time periods. 1984, 2017, 2029. The time travel issues were brought up, but not really addressed in any new or novel ways. I found myself reading into it more than I probably should and eventually gave up and just started watching the action on screen. And this was my worst case scenario. And, you know, it was kind of the worst case scenario. I I love the actors and it looked great, but it just didn't bring anything interesting to the table from a philosophical or intellectual standpoint. It is going to be considered one of the inferior movies of the summer. Age of Ultron has already made $1.3 billion. Jurassic World is basically there. It's already beat the domestic totals of Age of Ultron. We still have Ant-Man and the Fantastic Four and the Hunger Games and Star Wars. And, you know, when people have so many choices throughout the year of huge budget movies, you got to do more than an above-average performance to get them there. So my prediction is this movie won't do very well. As a Terminator fan, I'll definitely see it again. And I don't know if I'll get it on Blu-ray, but I'll have it around. 
there's definitely some great visuals, and I do still love Amelia Clark. I don't think she was utilized properly in this film. It's the same way I don't feel she was utilized properly in Game of Thrones. And, you know, maybe I should stop blaming other people, but the bottom line is it's all Alan Taylor. <laughs> it's the same director. Directed a lot of Game of Thrones episodes. And like with Thor 2, he did some things better than I expected and did a number of things less well than I hoped. And so if you get a chance out and you can see it for 10 bucks, definitely do it. There's some great imagery in this. There is some absolutely phenomenal special effects. The actors do well. Jason Clark, who I was hating on because of his uh, role in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, or Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, um, actually did a great job as both John Connor and the Terminator John Connor. So I give him props for that. Go out and support the movie. It's definitely way more interesting and fun to watch than a lot of stuff out there. But I'm not going to put it ahead of Age of Ultron. I enjoyed it more than Mad Max Fury Road. But that has more to do with my distaste for post-apocalyptic visions and Mad Max Fury Road. um, That, you know, are beyond the pale for me. And I'm hearing great things about Ant-Man. I did not see Jurassic World. I love dinosaurs growing up. I feel like I'm over that part of myself. Plus, <laughs> I love Chris Pratt, but I don't want to get overdosed on Chris Pratt because I love him as Peter Quill slash Star-Lord on Guardians of the Galaxy. It's going to come out in a couple of years, and I love him in that role. And so, see Terminator Genesis. Don't have too many high expectations, but it is a fun ride, and it doesn't diminish all the great stuff we've been talking about with Terminator, and we'll continue to talk about, because time loops have a very, very interesting thing to say about how physics might work. Hope you're all having a good day, and I will see you next time. Bizzle out.